Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. My show, the Talk to Q Radio Show, it's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Cool. All about it. Well, thank you for having cool. me on your show. It was so awesome to cool. be here with you and all your listeners. Cool. I ain't telling you don't screw. Screw is cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what cool. I meant. Mean. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we're discussing, you know, what's worth the wait. Okay, we'll be talking about Black Friday. We'll talk about relationships, you know. How long will you wait for something that you really want? I mean, it's that time of the year where people spend a lot of time waiting. Um, On Black Friday, so many of us will be waiting in line to get some crazy deal on a Christmas gift. And is it really worth disrupting family time during an off day uh, just to save $100 on a product? I mean, to some, it is. Does it matter that Black Friday is turning into Black Thursday? We'll discuss that, too. Um, What else do people work on? Relationships. One year, two year, three years or more. How long does it take for the person who is right for you to show up? Now, in all honesty, I don't think that it takes that long for the average person I think a lot of times we walk past the person who is right for us on a regular basis. We just don't want them. But at what point do you throw your hands up and say, I don't have a soulmate? We'll talk about these things and more, as well as giving out our Turkey of the Year awards. This would be something that would be new to T2Q. Um, we'll talk about some of the idiots who helped shape 2016 uh, on the show. But first, for those who may be new, Let me explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. 
This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right. T2Q radio show number 652 will kick off right after a word from one of my sponsors. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcast at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. My thanks to The Crystal Show. For being down by law with T2Q, go to thecrystalshow.com. Check out her podcast. You can find a link to her blog there. You can um, check out her YouTube. Um, hit a pimp's perspective featuring my man Eminem. So much you can do. Just go over to thecrystalshow.com and be entertained. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. First of all, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So I want to say that I'm thankful for the opportunity to do this show. Since 2011, you've allowed me to come into your homes, your offices, and your cars all over the world. I have 651 shows in the book, and I'm on my way to my final regular show, which will be number 750. Now, what do I mean by my final regular show? Well, T2Q has pretty much been on the air twice per week since inception. Um, Over the past year or so, I've done T2Q on Tuesday and zone coverage on Wednesday. So relationships and current events on Tuesdays and sports on Wednesdays. 90, what, 98 episodes from now, that's going to change. T2Q is no longer going to be a weekly show. Now, sure, there'll be some times during football season when zone coverage will air every week during the season, uh, but it's not going to be an every week show as well. Uh, The Tuesday show will air only as needed. Whenever I have something to get off my chest or if there's an important current event topic that needs to be discussed, I'll air the show. So the show could air three weeks in a row, take two weeks off, a week here, a week there. And the reason I'm doing it is because the show, you know, this is a one-man show. 
Uh, I do the production, the editing, I host, I do the marketing, reach out to the sponsors, um, the advertising. I do everything. And sometimes life gets in the way. There are some Tuesdays where, you know, I want to go to my guy's son's football game. Or maybe I just want to hang out with my coworkers and, you know, and have a drink or something like that and some peers. So a lot of times I find myself doing things, being obligated to the show. And after six years, you know, it starts to be a lot. So rather than obligate to my, myself to something weekly, what started off as a hobby is going to return to being a hobby. And I'll do it as I feel the need to do it. So be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can keep up with future episodes of T2Q because after show 750, you'll need the newsletter to alert you to upcoming shows to, for you to participate because it won't be going on weekly. So the show is not going away. I don't want anyone to think that it's just not going to be a weekly show after 750. And 750, I mean, that's 98 episodes away. So we're probably talking, you know, what, sometime next September or October, maybe before I reach that number. It kind of depends. But it could be a while before I get there. But know that that's the magic number. And for those who may ask, well, why did you choose 750? For those of you who really know me or listen to the show a lot, I'm a huge sports fan. My favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. My favorite player of all time for the Cowboys is Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin ended his career with 750 catches. All right, he got hurt on catch number 750, and he never played again. So I figured, you know what, that's a sentimental number. I'll go with that one. So that's where that number came from. Plus it's a you know, nice little nostalgic number, 750. So keep that in mind. Go to TalkToQ.com. Sign up for the email newsletter because at some point that's going to be the only way you're going to know there's going to be a show on the air. It may not even be on a Tuesday. I might come on the air on a Thursday or on a Sunday. Uh, so it's the best way to keep up. All right. Wanted to get that out there. Now I need to go to the phone line. The doctor. To the 910 area code, the Tar Heel State of North Carolina. I want to welcome on the man who plays a doctor on the radio, Dr. Willis. What's happening, bro? Hey, what's up, Q? How's everything going, man? Going well, man. Happy holidays to you. Ah, uh, man, you know, I'm getting ready to... Um... So travel and everything, you know me, I feel on the road, so looking forward to that. No doubt, man, I know you do. So between Boston, Carolina, and everywhere else you go, man, I know you get it in. So be careful out there on that road, and I hope the prices don't hit you too hard. Hey, I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> All right. Let's see. The 850 area code I go. The Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. To welcome on the man in black making his way to the ring. Buck, what's going on, Buck? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? What's up? Doing well, man. How you doing? What's up, Dr. Willis? I'm doing fine. Okay. All right. Now, um, anyone else who wants to jump in, press 1 on your dial pad. That will enter you into the host queue, and you can mix it up with the two show legends that are already on the line. All right, whoops, I have someone who just jumped into the host queue. Baby, 
From the 517 area code outside of the Motor City of Detroit, I want to welcome on the hostess, the show legend, just, you know, the do-it-all. I don't know, Crystal, I just to give you a title. I want to welcome Crystal Hickerson to the show. I mean, she, she's an author. She, like, does crazy stuff on her website. Does a great job on her website. It's a beautiful site. She hosts her own show. She's a show legend here. Um, let's see. I think she also waits tables. I mean, she does it all. How you doing today? I'm fine, Q. How are you? I am outstanding. Great. All right. Happy holidays. Two zero two zero two one five. Thank you very much. And we'll get started. The first thing I want to discuss, um, I want to discuss Black Friday. Okay, so now Black Friday is something that, you know, has been a phenomenon for a long time. A lot of people really put a lot of effort into Black Friday, and they make plans, and they have strategies and all that other stuff. So I guess the first question I want to ask, and Krista, I'll start with you first, do you actively participate or will you actively participate in Black Friday? Absolutely not. I, you know, I'm not a shopper. I'm not a shopper. I actually despise shopping. And so none of that appeals to me on any level. So I'd rather spend an extra $500 for toothpaste and then go shopping. (laughs) I don't like being inconvenienced. And Mari Povich says, that is also a lot. 500 bucks toothpaste, that's funny. Dr. Willis, what about you, man? You participate in Black Friday? No, I've never participated, uh, participated in Black Friday. Uh, don't really plan on doing it either, um, you know, until, you know, we could, I guess, start our own businesses and open up more shops and, you know, get get reputable and, and have great customer service. And, I, you know, I, I'm going to keep my money at home, you know, keep it in the bank. Buck, what about you? Hell no. I'm not, I don't I don't shop on Black Friday. Um, I, I think I've been out on Black Friday, you know, and I may be – usually by Black Friday, I have everything bought anyway. So mm-hmm. if I'm going – the only thing that I would be buying, you know, when I was married, I would buy, like, my, my wife's stuff. I, you know, I may go and, you know, pick something out on Black Friday, but I wait until after the crowds and the stupid people that hang out from, like, you know, 3 o'clock Thanksgiving Day – you know, in the afternoon till the stores open, I wait until all the the rush gets out the way, and then if I, you know, if I'm picking out something, I may not even shop. I may just you know look that day, but then after that, you know, I may just just look, and then whatever I'm picking out will still be available, you know, on down the line. Because usually by December, I have everything out the way, so therefore I don't have to worry about shopping on Black Friday. So mm-hmm. I don't. Participate in it for the most part Okay And um, it's something That I've done before And I've regretted it I remember back In the 90s I went 
to a Black Friday sale to try to get a hold of one of those Furbies. You know, those Furbies were really hot, and everybody had one, and you can resell them <laughs> at a pretty high price. And so I was going to try to get, yeah, so I was going to try to get some and resell them because the USA Today sale was a hot ticket, right? And so I waited in line at Toys R Us since like 4 in the morning. Finally, whatever time they let us in, at 6 or whatever, I rushed to the aisle with the Furbies. And you're literally racing people through the store. And so I grabbed five. It's way too much for me to handle, but I had my arms around five of them. Someone reached over my left shoulder, stole one. I looked that way, and this woman reached over my right shoulder. And she was an older woman because I did get to see her. And she took the Furby and half of my sleeve as well. Um, so I was very pissed off about that. I did end up leaving with three. So one of them for as much as 300 bucks. So I made some money, but it just wasn't worth it. Just wasn't worth it. So I try to just wait on Cyber Monday, point, click, buy, and be done with it. But, Crystal, I mean, overall, even though you don't do it, when you think about the sales, that they have, do you think Black Friday is actually worth the hustle and the traffic to save money? Because, I mean, they do have some pretty good deals. It's worth it, I think, for people who are, as you were talking about earlier, who are resellers. And I think that's the majority of the people who are out there are resellers. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, because that's the only reason that makes sense to me why anyone would stand out there logically and sanely is if it's for money, <laughs> you know, to make money. I mean, you buy it really cheap and then you go back and you put it on your online shop or, you know, whatever, Facebook now, they have their online shop, and you just resell it. I mean, I, that's the only reason why it would make sense to me to do something like that. Otherwise, it's idiotic. Because, especially now, because a lot of times now they have a lot of those Black Friday sales online. If you look, you know, they have um, pre, they call the pre-Black Friday sales, and yeah. you can buy a yeah. lot of stuff online. I mean, and actually you can find a lot of stuff online through those regular stores if you just, you know, you join their list. And when they have sales, they do have them for pretty cheap, and they're online only. So, you know, there's ways of getting those same prices just by being a member online for those stores. But, you know, I I don't know. I think it's crazy to do that. Otherwise, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. I look at it like the resale is definitely cool. I mean, I spent 150 on those Furbies, and I think I made like 550, 600. But you know, some people just like the the excitement involved. And Dr. Willis, do you think that it's just one of those things that people get so hyped up that they just feel like they have to participate? Um, I, I think yes and no. I think um, a lot. There are a lot of deals to be. Um, you know, uh, taking advantage of out there, but um, I guess a smaller portion of it could be about, you know, it being hyped up. Uh, what, I've, what I've seen before, and I'm not saying this is the case with every um, seller out there, every um, vendor or whatever the case may be, but what I've seen is that um, 
they would get they what they do is they'll mark the prices up, you know what I'm saying, a little bit. And then on Black Friday, bring them right back down just a little bit below what they probably originally were. If you look at some of the prices that you're going to be um, shopping for, and you go back several months on that same item, if it was in existence several months earlier, you're going to see it's not much different from that. So uh, uh, for a lot of products, not not all, but for a lot of those products. So um, it's, it's more of a psychological thing than, than anything else. And uh, people, you know, they, you know, they, they get excited. Uh, thinking that they're getting a deal, and uh, some, like I said, there are some items you are getting a deal on, and some items are just they're just bringing it back down from the markup. So, you know, it's, it's, it's each his own. You know, if that's what you like, or if that's you know, if you can't find an actual good solid deal, then go for it. Okay, I think that um, it depends on what you're looking for as well. There are some things that you can get a really good price on. And there's some other things that, you know, it's really not necessarily worth it. Like when it comes to appliances from TVs and washing machines and things of that nature, uh, you can find some decent prices. But in all honesty, the best time of the year to buy appliances is in March um, because a lot of things are discontinued and it starts a new year in March. So plus you have March Madness sales. That's that's definitely the best time to buy a TV. Uh, right before, right during before March Madness and basketball, but um, the lower prices for appliances are in March. Uh, when it comes to clothing, you know how you're supposed to buy like um, two seasons ahead. You buy your winter stuff in the spring and vice versa, and all this other stuff. So you kind of have to know where they look. But for the most part, you can find some really good deals on Black Friday. You just have to just be mindful and not jump at everything that you see. But, Buck, let me ask you this. How do you feel about Thanksgiving turning into Black Thursday? Is it wrong for many people to work that day? Like, I have a cousin. Hello? Hello, Q. I think, I think he said he had a cousin. Um, <laughs> what he was asking, he, um, yeah. he had a cousin. Yeah. I t- take it that's working on, you know, working on Black Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah, Hello? we lost you. You stopped the cut. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. can you... Yeah, right, don't so worry, Buster. I was saying... He was doing pretty good, actually. <laughs> I was saying that I had a I have a cousin who works at Walmart, and she has to be at Walmart Walmart at six o'clock on Thanksgiving, so she has to leave Thanksgiving dinner to make sure she can get home and get changed in time enough to be at Walmart by six o'clock. So I was asking Buck. How do you feel about Thanksgiving turning into Black Thursday? Is it wrong to make people work on that day? Well, I've worked on Thanksgiving when I was in the and when I worked at a grocery store and I first started working, and I did not like working on 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 uh, Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, supposedly, you know, you're getting those early deals before Black Friday. Um, I wouldn't want to work it because I know how how crazy people are on those days. So you know. I would not want to be in retail and having to work on a Thursday, you know, dealing with. But as long as I ate, you know, or, you know, I should, you know, it's just one of those deals you have to deal with. If you happen to work retail, you know, you, you, that's, you know, you take the good and the bad, you know, so that would definitely be the bad because, I mean, I see how they, you know, I've gone to Walmart on Thursdays, you know, picking up things, you know, for dinner and things like that. And I see them getting prepared, uh-huh. bringing out the pallets and have them wrapped up saying you can't touch them and all that kind of stuff. 
and the people are lining up, and, I mean, they're crazy. They're like lunatics out there. So I would not want to be, you know, in retail and have to, you know, deal with that, and I wouldn't want, you know, I just wouldn't want it. And, Crystal, what do you think? How do you feel about Black Friday, excuse me, Thanksgiving turning into Black Thursday and having people work on that day? I think it's, you know, ridiculous. Unless you are selling, like, groceries where you would um, maybe be open in the mornings, you know, when people are getting their last few things for the dinner and closing, like, around 2. Otherwise, I think that it's kind of sad. And I like it now. I've been seeing more commercials. Of those depart- some department stores who are closing and they're making a point mm-hmm. to tell everybody that they're closing and that they care about their employees and they want them to, you know, have a life and have a family and all that kind of stuff. I like that. And it actually makes me feel better about that particular establishment, um, especially if you don't have to be open. I mean, just mm-hmm. wait until Friday. You know, like everybody else. I mean, there's no reason for you to be open except to cause this panic to get there earlier. So you are disrupting the family, those, you know, who have families and all that. I mean, you're disrupting that kind of day off, one day maybe for that, you know, everybody there to be off and to be together. And then I know some people who are leaving Thanksgiving dinner to go and actually do the shopping. So it's not just employees. And Dr. Willis, what do you think about it? Um, Is it cool to have people disrupting their holiday for a dollar? I think uh, from a business perspective that, um, that you know, this this time of the year is when uh, businesses and companies turn their biggest profit. That's why they call it black, whatever, Thursday, Friday, whatever they want to do it on. So from a business perspective, it makes uh, a ton of sense. However, um, the only way I would have a problem with it is if they're forcing workers to come in. Now, I think how they should do it is uh, take a poll like a month or so out and ask who wants to work and then, you know, pay them that, that holiday pay overtime and all that that comes with that. Then I'm cool with it because those people, you know, they're they're, they're trying to get that extra money. And, and if they want to, you know, put, put their family aside to get that extra cheese, that's on them. But if they're making uh, their employees come in and work, then, yeah, that, that's a big issue with that. Okay. Sounds fair. Yeah, I agree. Let me go to the 510 area code, uh, which I believe is the Golden State of California. Welcome on, Other Q. Other Q, what's happening, man? Cousin Q, how you doing? Coming from the country backwoods of California. <laughs> I hear you, man. Good to have you on. Happy holidays to you. And hey, is that, a couple more is, questions is that on what Black it is? Friday. Is that what it is? I've been uh, working what? so hard, I didn't, I didn't even pay attention, really. I got to do what my – got, got to do whatever the time clock say do. But. Got to slow down and enjoy the ride sometimes. But how do you feel about Thanksgiving turning to Black Thursday, speaking of working too much? Is it wrong for people to work that day? Uh, it's wrong from a business standpoint because there's not enough people out and about to justify it being open. 
Um, this is what a lot of people like Chick-fil-A seem to get right and why they're more successful than some of the other people trying to be them is because every dollar ain't worth it. You become swap, uh, uh, sloppy when you lose quality. Uh, we are constantly turning things into something else because we are constantly trying to accommodate people who don't like Christmas and don't like Thanksgiving. Then we are constantly trying to accommodate people who just got to the country two years ago and don't like what's happening. Uh, quick, quick note just to prove my point. Did you see how a lot of um, people who are just coming to the country and they're getting EBT – are complaining about the quality of food that they get for free, and they're uh, doing marches against it, stuff like that. That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that I don't like it that people do that. Uh, you know, at one time, for those who may not be old enough to remember, at one time, just about everything was closed on Sundays. Sundays was a day people actually spent time with their family. Imagine that. And then one store decided to open, and then the next store started to open. Then Sunday just became a regular day like every other day to make money and have businesses open and thrive. Uh, now holidays have reached that point. It's going to be at the point to where you're going to see stores open all day on Thanksgiving, all day on Christmas. It's, it's going to happen because we're almost there. But one more question about Black Friday, and then we'll get into something else. And let's see. Let me go back to Dr. Willis and ask him something. Dr. Willis, there are a lot of lines during Black Friday. If someone cuts in line in front of you, do you confront them, or do you just avoid trouble and let it go? Uh, I'm just going to tell you what I do, and I'm not going to recommend this to anybody. But if you cut line in front of me, then I'm going to walk up and get back in front of you. So I don't care if you 10 people ahead of me, 20 people, one person ahead of me. If it's okay for that person to cut in front of you, then you're saying that you're okay for anybody to cut in front of you. So I'm, I walk up, and I get in right in with the folks who cut. And if they got something to say, then I'm just going to look at them like, you know, like, what's the problem? Do you just do exactly what you're mad at me about? So, I mean, you know, I, I don't complain at all. I just walk up and, and join them. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's pretty good. And, um, you know, I read somewhere that, uh, what was the statistic, the statistic? I can't remember what the exact number is, but I know they say that more than 50% of people who cut line go unchallenged because a lot of people don't want to worry about disputing with a person who cuts in front of them. Crystal, how do you feel about it? If someone cuts in front of you and you're waiting in line, do you just let it go, or do you say something, or does it depend on if you think you can take them or not? <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, I say something. I, I've never been in a situation where the person cut in line maliciously. A lot of times, it's because they didn't realize it was a line, <laughs> and that okay. happened to me actually the other day. Um, and the line. You know, I don't know if you guys, you know, they have the self-serve lines at the grocery store. And uh-huh. so sometimes they're cut off by the, you know, the aisle. And 
So there was like a whole line of people waiting, but the young lady decided she was just going to cut through and just get into any line. And, you know, actually at the same time, me and another lady said, hey, (laughs) there's a line here. And she turned right. around. She was quite surprised. She was like, "Oh my God!" You know, maybe because we said it at the same right. time. It was in unison. Right. But, um, I don't try. You know. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're not even kidding. But um, but yeah. I but in a Black Friday situation, I think it would be a little different where people are maliciously coming in line to try to get over. Or what Absolutely. I hate more than that. What I hate more than that is when people tell someone hold my spot, <laughs> you know, and they leave for X amount of time, and then they come back as if nothing ever happened. I hate that. I hate that worse <laughs> than someone trying to just get in, you know. I mean, that pisses me off because I don't have anybody to say, hey, hold my space for me. You know, that's bullshit, you know. You get in the back of the line, or maybe you both get in the back of the line. I can't stand that. That pisses me off. So. Right. Okay. And, Buck, how do you feel about it? Do you say something, or do you do like Teddy P and let it go? Well, you know, I really don't. I don't say anything. <laughs> if anything, if they cut in front of me, I might not even go to that line. You know, if I'm in the line, I'll get out of it and go somewhere else. Um and just that way I don't have to deal, you know, deal with it. Because, you know, I try to keep drama to a minimum. Now, you know, if it's, you know, I have said something um, in the past, um, you know, if I'm in a bad mood or something and they come jumping up in there, I, I will say something. But uh, other than that, I just try to stay out of it. Okay. Other cue. Other Q, you still there? Okay. Um, well, I was going to say, me personally, um, nine times out of ten, I may not say anything depending on how long the line is. If it's a really long line, I'm probably going to have something to say. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to have to just say, hey, bro, uh, you know, what's what's the deal, lying back there, blah, blah, blah. I mean, no one wants to have any type of confrontation or anything, but sometimes you got to just kind of speak your mind and say what's going on. So um, I think you have to kind of weigh the situation. If it's one person, again, no big deal, let it go. But if it's more than a lot of, you know, one person, there's a bunch of people in line and it could cause you to miss out on something or have to severely – uh, compromise your time, then no, I don't think that you should put up with it and you should say something. And if it means, you know, saying it a certain way to keep from starting a fight, then do it. But uh, you got to say something. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back with more T2Q and things you have to wait on. Hi, this is Aaron Anderson of the Marriage and Family Clinic at RelationshipRx.net. <laughs> You're listening to the Talk to You radio show. No experts, just opinions.
202-215. It's the number on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. And, all right, I want to change gears a little bit and uh, get into kind of a relationship side of things. You know, when it comes to relationships, a lot of times we have to wait on the right person. And, you know, again, the theme of the show tonight is waiting. So, Buck, let me go to you, man. And let's see, if what, what percentage of people do you think, Buck, single people, blame their single status on not being able to find a good man or woman? Well, repeat your question because I, I was trying to hit the mute button, trying to get on. Oh, that's fine. I said, um, what percentage of single people blame their status on not being able to find, blame their single status on not being able to find a good man or a good woman? Like, for example, how many people do you think on a scale of one to ten, or out of one to ten, would you say blame other people for being single? Like, wait. I can't find nobody who's honest, or I can't find someone who has a good job. I mean, what percentage do you think blame other people? I'd say about 40 or 50% because I hear it a lot, you know, just in passing. You know, when you're out, you know, you may be out watching a football game or something like that, and you hear two people talking, and you look, and, you know, you you see, you know, you just listen to them and listen to their part, you know, how they, you know, come across. And, I mean, I hear that a lot. You know, I'm single, you know, I'm single because I want to be. And I'm like, no, really deep down, I think nobody really wants to be, you know, by themselves. I know some some people choose to, and that's fine. But, you know, everybody has a right to, you know, do what they want to do. But I think deep down everybody wants somebody. It's just it's, it's hard these days to find somebody that you're really comfortable with, that you can spend your life with. You know, and it's 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 difficult. So, you know, sometimes you make that choice so you can be by yourself because you just don't have to deal with all the bullshit that comes associated with it. You know, you're just going to get your flavor of the week and go on, and I understand those that are like that. But, you know, deep down, everybody wants somebody. Okay. And, Dr. Willis, how do you feel, man? Do you think that uh, a lot of people blame being single on the fact that there aren't any good people out here? Uh, I'm kind of scared to give you a percentage after you call me out on Facebook. 70%. 20%, right? Nah. That's an inside joke for those who may be in the But, uh, nah, on the real, though, I'm not going to get this uh, bubble. I think it's 90, 90 freaking 5%. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, folks are saying that, you know, motherfuckers ain't no good and da da da. So they're blaming their single status on other people. Um, you know, I'm a single guy, and I'll be honest with you, I'm single because I, I just move too damn much. I'll tell anybody, I move around a lot. So, <laughs> so my lifestyle ain't conducive to a relationship right now. And, I, you know what I'm saying? But, like Buck said, everybody wants somebody. I want somebody too. But, Unless I ask ready to be, you know, freaking bunny to my client, I mean, it ain't, you know, it ain't going to happen no time soon because I stay on the go. But, you know, most of the other, other folks that I pay attention to or that are single also, that's the first thing that come out of their mouth, you know what I'm saying? 
niggas ain't shit, hoes ain't loyal. I mean, you know, or you know, there ain't no good yeah. men, there are no good women. You know, you hear it, you hear it a lot. So, I think it's way more than forty or fifty percent. Okay, and other Q, you with us? Okay, I lost other Q, I guess. Uh, Crystal, what do you think? What percentage of people do you think uh, say it's the other gender, so to speak, more so than it is anything else? There just aren't any good people out here. Well, I would say probably 85 to 90 percent. And some of those, some of those I think are, you know, maybe what you're getting at as far as they're blaming the other people. They're making these general statements. Um, but I think a lot of it, maybe out of that percentage, probably 70% of the 90% are actually have a legitimate case. They don't want to settle for something they don't want, and they already know what they want, so they just don't want to settle for it. If they, as you know, I think you had said, you know. Someone says, I don't want anyone who, I don't know, doesn't have a job or doesn't have this or whatever. I mean, they have deal breakers and whatever that may be, you know, that maybe for whatever reason, it kind of narrows the playing field when you do have standards and you know what you want and you know what you don't want. So, you know, therefore you – and see, there's a difference between being single or being in a relationship and then just screwing somebody and wasting time until you find that someone. See, I think that's the problem. A lot of people think that just because there's some hanger on on your shoulder Mm -hmm. or whatever that you see this person with, you think that that means that they're in a relationship. No, I'm just, you know, hanging with this person for the time being until I find the person I actually want to be with. So those people are actually still single. They just don't appear to be. And I think a lot of us don't want to appear to be single. So we we do that. We always have someone we can like the holidays are coming up. There's always there's always somebody we can call for the holiday stuff, the family stuff. Or, you know, call for the party stuff or whatever, sex. So those you know, they need those kind of people. So you think that they're always Attached to somebody when they really aren't. Yeah. All right. All right. I get that. I get that. And um, I, I think that a lot of people just—it's—it's it's, it's a comfort thing, you know. There's nothing wrong with me. It's someone else. And I posted in the T2Q group on Facebook and asked, you know, name a reason you're single. And just about everyone blamed other people, you know, aren't any honest people or, or hold on, let me see. I'll take a look and read some of them. Um, let's see, severe allergy to cheaters because I can't raise a man. Because, let's see, no one knows how to commit and be faithful. Dead in town. Uh, single men don't see the value or benefit of taking a wife. I mean, so you had a lot of people who the first thing they did was name something wrong with someone else. And I'm not saying that can't be the case or whatever, but I mean, a lot of times it does start with us. 
we just choose not to look at ourselves because that's that's kind of hard. But uh, let's see. Let me go back to you, Buck. And w- how long would you have to be single before feeling that love will never happen for you? Okay, at what point do you throw your hands up and say, you know what, I just don't have a soulmate? Well, uh, for me, I mean, I, I, I just don't, I don't, there's love out there for everybody, okay? But you got to try. You know, you don't try, then, you know, you want, you want to stay in that single mode. I mean, and it's, you know, I know that, that a lot of people may disagree, but there's somebody out there for everybody. And you just have you just got to go through the knuckleheads, weed out the idiots, and you know the scalawags or whatever, and and you know just go with it. You know you got to get out there and get get after it, man. And yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't like starting over either, and I think that's another reason why people like to, you know they stay single because they're you know they live in their fears. You can't live in fear. You know you got to get out there, and if you got somebody that you really care about. You know, go out there, man. Get get after, it. get it. I mean, there's no reason. To, there's no reason to be by yourself unless you want to be that way. And there's love out there. You know, you just got to. You know, sometimes you got to look in the mirror too, because a lot of times, you know, yourself is the problem, and it's not the other person. So you got to look in that mirror too, to you know, get rid of the the negativity that you may be presenting that could screw up a re- screw up a relationship. So, you know, you got to take a look hard look at yourself too. You know, it's not always the other person. Okay, no doubt. All right. To the six hundred one area code, I go. The Magnolia State of Mississippi. To be a, bring on the man who's been dubbed the Minister of Sexual Affairs. My homie Eminem. Eminem was shaking, man. Hey, what up, Q? What a radio world. Not much, man. Eminem, what do you think, man? How long would you have to be single before feeling like, you know what, it's just not going to happen for me? Ah, uh, wow. That that's 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 a that's a hard question for me because uh I, I don't see myself moping being like that. <laughs> you know, shit. Um, you know, I, I think one way to to get through the torture of of being single is just set goals for yourself. Like you know, uh, you know, I want to, you know, uh, you know, become a, you know, and I'm gonna take this from Coogee Rap from back in the day. You know, chicks on my dicks like a human shish kebab. You know what I'm saying? You gotta set small goals for yourself. <laughs> but um, uh, but awesome. if you uh. But if you're truly looking for love, I mean, for the most part, you know, when you hear people talking about all that stuff, most of the time they're not looking for love. I mean, that's it's just like if, if the average person almost can find somebody in two weeks if you're really looking for that, you know, because uh, for one, if you're looking for it, mm, it's almost like let me let me just I'm a analytical person, so let me break it down like this. It's almost like okay, if you're not thirsty and you're not hungry, yeah, you might pass up a couple, you know, bars or restaurants or whatever, whatever, whatever your 
mindset is. But, you uh-huh. know, damn it, let the power of some shit be out for a minute. It's like, shit, off-brand drinks you ain't never tried. You're drinking the hell out of all that stuff. So it's kind of like that, you know. So it's like the 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 old hoopla, all the hoopla about, you know, you know, if 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 Miss Wright come along or Mr. Wright come along, nah, that ain't them. That's you. That's you. Because see, the thing is, most of the time, the average person know kind of on a short list of of probably who they can, you know, talk to one way or the other, and it'll probably go pretty smooth because you probably got a lot in common with them. But guess what? On the guy side of it, you know, they might not physically be the chick, you know, that that will make, you know, page 43 of the Jets. And and on the flip side with the, with the with the women, you know, maybe the guy, maybe he's financially, you know, they don't mean he did broke, but maybe he's, you know, he's working and got to work, which means, you know, every weekend that won't be a vacation, you know. So then it's kind of like, mm, I think I'll wait before I jump into something. And the guy be like, oh, I think I'll just kind of, you know, keep her, you know, uh, in range, but I ain't going to just go after, go after, because I know she'll be there, because, you know, yeah, you know, she nice, but she ain't just that and this and all that, maybe. So that's that's pretty much what the most of that shit come down to. You know, people never admit it, but that's most of it. I mean, when you're grown, you know how to think, you know. Now, it's complicated for a kid, because you don't know what's, what's going on. All you know is just like, damn. Every time that chick smiles at me, man, you know, something happening to me in my pants and I don't know what's going on. But uh, <laughs> but you know, you grown though, you know what the deal is, you know. You 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 know. You know, everybody know, but it's just that, you know, just somewhere way back in them dead part of your brain cells that that nobody use anymore, you know, something's telling you like, Oh damn, she alright, but man, shit. You know, I, I know it's a, 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 a Beyonce out there with my name on it, or or uh, or the chick might be like, I know it's, you know, uh, I forgot this this motherfucker that owns Sony or whatever that put Mariah Carey on. You know, the chicks might be like, I know it's got to yeah. be a guy like that. So, you know, people keep, you know, you, you're pretty much, you know, looking for the gold at the end of the rainbow, but, you know, you're going to just keep reaching, you know. And, that, and, that, and that's not to discourage anyone, but for the most part, that's what it is, especially with women, man. You know, if a woman looks a certain way, I mean, you know, anywhere from a six and up, shit, if they single, they single because they want to be, you know, simple as that, <laughs> you know. I would love for somebody to call in and, and tell me I'm wrong, which I'm not, but, you know, but if you, <laughs> you know, now, if you, I don't know, I mean, I ain't trying to be funny or nothing, but maybe if somebody had some kind of, uh, you know, handicap or something, you know, I ain't trying to talk, I ain't I ain't saying it in a negative way, but I'm just saying, like, maybe if a chick was on a crutch or something, it would take longer to find somebody, but it's like, shit, you know, if you walk around like you can model some damn toothpaste or something like that, shit, man, you, now, if you don't want a nigga, it's because you don't want one. Yeah, okay. Your teeth all okay. nice and smooth, your skin all smooth and shit, you smell good and everything, you know. <laughs> uh, you had beaten the buzzer, but you had to keep going. 
but uh, I mean, and you're you're right. There's some people who just, you know, could don't necessarily have to be single, but they are. But sometimes there's also like a personality flaw as well. Now, uh, let's see. I had a someone from the Talk to Q Radio Show fan page chimed in. Mike Hardnox out of Alabama, and Mike said most people are single because most people are fake. That's my two cents. <laughs> So I was going back to that. Um, and there's some truth to that. It's hard to find authenticity. But, Crystal, uh, let, let me ask you, I mean, at what point does a person say, you know what, love is just not going to happen for me? Uh, I know some people who have been single for as long as three, you know, four years. And at least, you know, that's what they tell you. That probably doesn't mean, they probably didn't include some failed relationships after like two or three weeks. But, for whatever reason, they said they've been single three or four years. I mean, at what point do you throw your hands up? Well, first of all, it just depends on the person, okay? Okay. And, um, okay, I, first of all, okay, I'm single, okay? And I'm uh-huh. I'm single because I want to be, I guess. Um, I'm not missing anything. Okay. I have Stop lived. being so modest. Just go ahead and say, hey, Eminem, I consider myself in that six and above category. <laughs> now, you <laughs> made those parameters. Okay. But I'm just saying because I have I have had my soulmate. I already have experienced that. Um, okay, I've most been people love, can't say that. I've been in love two and a half times. I um, And I've been I with have. a lot of... A lot of guys. Okay, <laughs> there it is. You know, the first um, love was eighth, ninth grade, right? No, no, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> but, I thought that was everybody's first love around that that time period. No, that's not a love. That's just oh uh, no, nah, that's love. Infatuation. That's love. Puppy love. Buddy. You know, and no, you can have a love. Yeah, that starts at that time. You don't know it's love until much later, though. You don't know what it was that you were feeling. So I agree with that. But um, but the thing is, I think that what you what you're doing and what a lot of people do is they make being single seem like a flaw. It's like something's uh-huh. wrong with you for being single. You know, because every word that everybody's saying is like, oh, okay, well, there must be something wrong with you. You need to look at yourself, or you wouldn't be in this predicament. I mean, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm so guilty of that. Because somebody to me, you know, know very well, I said, shit, you know, you know, hey, as nice as you look, shit, you must be crazy if you don't have somebody. And I meant it. I wasn't joking. I mean, yeah, it, and that's a, <laughs> many that's a people point. say that. Many people say that's that. And many guys for... say that as well. What? Go ahead. But... But I was going to say that I know quite a few people who say I'm single by choice, but you know that they're not. Or, you know, later on you find out that they're not. What do you mean I mean, you know, I know that they're not? Say that. Because so, you find okay, out okay, by what me, they put on, like what they put okay, on social media all, or. First of all, first of all, let me explain myself since I am, you, you're talking to one of those people, Okay. Um, so you have someone representing. No, you're different. You're definitely different. Crowd. I know that. I I am one of those people who say, on the one hand, I am single for a reason, and I am single for choice and a reason because I could go to the supermarket of love, 
and go pick up anything, you know what I'm saying, and walk out with my bargain and just have a great time, okay? Or I can wait for um, whatever, for what I actually want. So, yeah, you can do those things. And just like I was saying earlier, the people that you think are actually in a relationship, they're not in a relationship. They're just holding on so they're not alone right. until they find right. the person that they really want to be with. So what I'm saying as a person who's saying that, yes, I am single by choice. However, I would rather be in a relationship. I am not in a and relationship because I, I refuse to settle for something I don't want. It's not fair to me, and it's damn sure ain't fair to him. Been there, done that. So, man, what if you win the lottery? If I win the lottery, that I will, is, you will see nah, me. Like the commer- y'all remember that commercial? Uh, uh, I will totally buy a motherfucker, and he'll be fine as hell. Somebody had ticked somebody and said they breaking up, and then they, the next yeah. little scene, they pulled out like a winning lottery ticket. I thought that was a cool concept. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, I'm too rich for your ass. I can trade up now. So, I mean, and that's, that happens all the time, you know. You know, it happens all the time. But I just don't think that it's a flaw. And I don't think that you are necessarily, I mean, sure, there are people who are single who really don't want to be and, you know, they go through all this crap. But I'm on the other side of that. I don't yeah. No, I don't feel I, that I, way. I, I disagree. You know why it's a flaw? Because in America, up to the now, it's not a flaw for millennials because everything kind of changed over the last 15 years. But prior to the last 15 years, pretty much in Western cultures, specifically America, you know, it was pretty much an unwritten little language, you know. And I, I'm not saying it applied to everybody, but pretty much it was kind of insinuated anyway that, Yes, that's what I'm saying. People make you feel like a flaw when it's not. You know, you're a college girl, you're smart, you're pretty. There's no reason why you should be. I mean, it it was like, you know, that might not have been the literal word, but that's pretty much the the, the paintbrush that painted everybody in America, black, white, Jew. No, I know that. I know that (laughs) because that's what I heard every time I would go out on a first date or whatever. They go, so what's wrong with you, basically? So you must be crazy, you know. So there's there's always some sort of flaw. And, you know, I'm like, well, yeah, I am a little crazy, you know. And and, and you know what happens when guys get dissed by somebody? And it's like, first they say, oh, you must be crazy. And after that, their ego get in the way. Then they start getting mad, like, shit, man, that chick must be a dyke or something. (laughs) Right, exactly. Total lesbian. (laughs) I think that... A lot of people do look at it as a as as you know what's wrong with this person or something like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. in all fairness, sometimes there is something that's wrong, uh, and I think Why? we have to Why? be honest about that. I don't huh? think you have to. You don't have to be in a relationship. That's a choice. No, that's not it what I'm saying. Not, I'm not saying you don't have to it be. Is, it's you not required. Be, people, it is not required. But the people who who want to be. Who constantly blame other people for the reason that they're not? There are some instances where there is something wrong with their character that they don't no, choose to no. address. Let me tell you something. I think oh, I think what you're hearing is when someone says, "I haven't found the right person." It, it means that I met this person, this person, this person, but I haven't found the one for me. 
when I find them, I'll know it, and it'll happen. Just like every other time I've been in love, it just happened. They weren't necessarily the pick I had in my head, but there was something about them that made me look again. And I think that with anyone who's ever truly been in love, they know that feeling of you can't explain why it is, what it is about this person that truly makes you attracted to them. And it is beyond anything that you can just say. Yeah, they look called middle what they school. Do. And that's, and that's true, but no one says that. The way you just said that, I've never heard anyone say that. I mean, what you're saying you is haven't heard, true. Well, maybe they don't know how to articulate it, but it's a feeling. I'm sorry. I Everyone mean, knows that who's, who's truly been in love. Maybe they haven't been in love. I don't know. And that might be true, too. That may be true, too. But to me, saying that I'm allergic to cheaters or... You know, well, that is a uh, definite it's, it's a, uh, true statement. Most it's, people it's don't like cheaters. It's a dead end. It's a dead end town, meaning that there are no um, reasonable mates in my in my my town. To me, I, I mean, with, with, like with a, the internet, well, that is response. true too. That nah, is true too you, because nah, I, you live in a small town. I mean, you're dude, only in a finite I, amount of people to date. I I, I grew up in a small. Well, yeah, town. you live in Mayberry. Yeah. And listen, listen no. even in Mayberry, Some even places. in Mayberry, it's something called the damn internet. See, that ain't an excuse no more. Yeah, but that, you got to go and drive a million miles just nah, to meet this damn no. person. If, if you, I'm not right, doing if you that. put the right profile picture up there, you ain't lying about it. Shit, that motherfucker will come to you. I guarantee you. I refuse to be inconvenienced, and that's an inconvenience and to me. Buck, Dr. Willis, you know, you living in another state, that's want. ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just I listening to y'all. This is not for everyone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it ain't ridiculous. If you pop the right person up there, it ain't gonna be no distance long. Shit, a person will move. That's right. Do it all the time. I know a chick from another Whatever. country. Hey. I'm not doing and, that. Nope. and again, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not disagreeing with you, Crystal. I just say I don't think that. I think you're in a, a minority. I don't think many people think like that. Think like That's what? That's all I'm saying. Think like you. Because, uh, you know what? Because a lot of people buy into the fact that they must be in a relationship. I bought into that for a long time. And it caused mm-hmm. me a lot of pain um, and a lot of uh, self doubt. And it made but, me feel bad about myself. But that. But when I figured there's guy, nothing wrong with me, I but just that ain't the next guy right. I need to be with. <laughs> that ain't the next guy's fault like it ain't the next woman's fault. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not his fault. Right. It's not. But no, but that's right. that's what a lot of um, a lot of single men feel. Now I'm not talking about myself. Shit, I got a whole different mindset. But you know, a, a lot of guys get kind of you know bent out of shape, so to speak, because you can clearly sense in just a few sentences that a chick is mad about something. You might remind her of some nigga she used to know or something like that. It's like you know, uh, kind of like you know. That comment somebody sent to Q about, you know, I'm I, I have an allergy for cheaters and all that. It's like, well, this guy that's in your face, that might be the last thing on his mind. But this motherfucker well, already condemned. Well, see, you know what? You know, you know that whole thing about you shouldn't bring your past into your present. I think that's a bunch mm-hmm. of crap. You shouldn't. You should not judge a person necessarily by the last people you were with, but you should remember what that looked like and what it felt like, and you should be more Absolutely. aware 
Some of my best friends are, are black men. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you do have to bring in what you have learned over time to your next relationship. Right. And if you look at this person and he's clearly what remind you mean, I think women and men give people the benefit of the doubt up to a point until you're being stupid. And a lot of times your girlfriends and your friends around you who are objective are like, are you serious? This motherfucker ain't shit. You know why? Because he was just like that other motherfucker you were with. And you you don't see that because you're too busy trying to get laid and be in this magical relationship that will never happen. uh, And I I used to give advice to, you know, young ladies here and there. I really miss, I hate the tragedy that happened to the the, the sisters that used to call in a couple years ago on Q show. Uh, but a lot of times, right, right. But see, a, a lot of times, what 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 happens is, damn, I lost my thought. But uh, a lot of times, what happens is, um, a a a a a woman specifically don't know how to be more cautious without giving it off. You know, they too verbal with shit. He's just like, well, hey, you know, maybe the next relationship will be better. But hey, you know. Nobody didn't tell you to be pen pals with this dude that's, you know, locked up in, you know, parchment or something. Well, that's parchment is our, our prison down here. But, you know, it's like, well, I'm pretty sure that probably might not have a happy ending. But, you know, you just almost have to uh, make better judgment. But people don't want to make better judgment. Anybody can get burnt. But the main thing is, see, women are sometimes shut offended, up. offended by Guys, they bump heads with, but that's where they mess up at. See, if you bump oh, heads, oh, so they with should guy, not be offended by this guy who is, you know, talking bad to her. She should just shut up and let right, it happen. Right, right, right. Because guess what? You know what you're getting. He's not hoodwinking you at all. You know, he's not gonna say whatever he thinks you want to hear. He's gonna be like, Nah, shit, your ass, man. Fuck college. You need to learn how to cook. You know. You know, it's like somebody like God. That's an idiot. But guess what? You know, but if you're dealing with them, you know what you got. You know who you're getting. You know, so pretty much, a guy like that gonna be honest with stuff. You're like, nah, I ain't, I ain't looking for the right shit. I'm just, you know, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I just want to be fuck buddies. See, an honest guy gonna say that. But a lot of time, women so, get caught up into. What you no, hold on, I'm serious. Hold on. A lot of times. Yeah, I'm kind of lost too. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nah, what I'm saying. But a lot of times, women get get lost into the Mr. Perfect, so to speak. The guy that says all the right things. He's saying all the right things. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to detract from guys that are naturally just easy to get along with, and they always tend to say the right thing. But that's who they are. So, you know, I ain't gonna lie. There are a few guys like that. But a lot of yeah, jokes are going to say whatever they got to do. You know, when then it's a few others going to be just brutally honest with everything. You know, so, but at the same time, the guys that are brutally honest are the usually going to be the best guys for you because whatever so you what you're like saying like, is, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're oh, you saying correct. that, that a woman <laughs> should go for the guy who treats her like crap 
no, 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 no. Being, being honest, honest being and honest, therefore and you at like least crap. you know who he is. Right, because like right saying? now, if a chick asks me, hey, you know, <laughs> said, right. you know what is what you no know, what what this dress look like on me? You know, I'm saying, nah, man, that shit ain't you at all. You know, I'm not gonna just lie. You know. Because I'm confident like that. But, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, baby, everything you put on look good. And then they sit up here like, no, nah, that don't really look good. But guess what? You know, now that might not go over well with a lot of people. But, you know, once you get, once you trim the fat, so to speak, it's like, no, nah, that's a real nigga right there. So, you know, uh, pretty much all the apprehension you got is already gone because everything you don't like is already in the forefront. There's no sugarcoating. You know, well, you know, you know what? You know, like, uh, that's well, true. If we have kids that's one day, true. how do you feel, Roger? Are we gonna how are we gonna just now? Nah, I'm gonna whoop their ass. You know, I'm gonna tell you that I don't give a damn about nobody's <laughs> feelings. Up. Well, I wasn't raised like that. We had timeouts. Hell, like hell, nah, I'm gonna whoop my kids' ass. You know, but a lot of guys ain't gonna say that. Now, once they get them draws, then they'll kind of show their real side. But here, yeah, you already pregnant now. But when I get you pregnant, <laughs> from you know, <laughs> Getting drawn to someone being threatened. <laughs> you just took me all around. Everyone in my head has so find the guy who treats you like crap and tells you all these horrible things, and that's the man for you. That's where yeah, women no, have been going wrong no, the whole time. No, the, the We've message, actually been looking the for men crystal. who actually treat us nice and say, you know, the message crystal is to find a man who whoops, find a man who whoops his kids and gets those draws. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Well, you can end the show now. I think he's solved the case. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, man, killing me, Eminem. Eminem. By the way, before I um, get get to, I mean, I think it's an interesting discussion. Uh, I like some of the things that. uh, that I think is some of the things that Crystal said is real, and I think that a lot of women have to kind of look at it that way. I mean, being single doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with you, in my opinion, unless <laughs> you're <laughs> unless you're complaining about other people without looking at yourself. I think you have to. I'm not saying it's wrong to complain. I'm just saying you have to do both. Make sure that you know your stuff is in a row before you complain. And some people just flat out lie and say, well, I, you know, I'm single by choice, and, you know, that's not the case. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, I, I, let me say I, this. Uh, Eminem, real quick, go uh, ahead and tell everybody what's coming up in December, man, with your art show, and um, throw some love out there on there. Oh, okay, man, appreciate it. Yeah, December the 10th, right? Um, uh, of course, that's Sagittarius. You know, that Sagittarius actually started today. So uh, December 10th, 440 Grill, Freelance. Mill Street, Jackson, Mississippi, 6 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Uh, this this is this will be a uh, the second time I'll be there. I'm uh, getting a lot of love already. Uh, I, I lost my phone a couple of days ago, but uh, but thankfully I had it at the time. But uh, uh, Q, a guy from the uh, Free Press, man, uh, did a phone interview. Me. With me, man. From this cat was in Germany when he did the shit, man. Shit came up Salzburg, Salzburg or some shit. But uh, wow. But uh, yeah. So uh, look for, you know, wherever they put that at. Look for that to come out, and you know, I will shoot it to you. And, you know, you can share it with the group if you like. But uh, but yeah. But everybody well, then, that's, that's that's hearing this or whatever, you know, come on. And I definitely want to invite uh, 
all the people from me and Q's old job, uh, you know, they shut down just a few days after that, so it could be, you know, kind of like a gathering for that too because, you know, when I was there, you know, just like everybody loved Q, but, man, you know, everybody really loved me. So, shit, you know, y'all come on. You know, you know other guests come, you know. Uh, you know, people from out of town, hey, you know, I love to see you there too, you know what I'm saying? But it's going to be some shit you don't want to miss because, you know, uh, uh, I have a few guest artists coming this year, I think. But, you know, I'm real spontaneous. So if they show up good, if they don't show up, it's still our love because guess what? Guess who's going to be there for show? That's right. The M to the M to the M to the M. That's right. You see it once, you see it in the mirror. That's why it's four. So uh, I won't take y'all too fast. But, but uh, <laughs> but make sure you you come, you know, check it out. You know, good atmosphere. It's show number 14, believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, um, you know, I love it. It's a celebration of, of my gift to the world. And people's presence is, is, is just like giving me you know, cash, so I'm saying, because I, I don't even give, give a damn. You know, I love selling stuff here and there, but I don't even give a damn about that, man. I just like people seeing my shit, so. Um, so come on out, December okay. 10th, you know. I need to make me some kind of little smooth commercial for that, man, but I just, a lot of shit been going on. I ain't really had time. What? You know, something. All right, well, cool, man. You know, I'll yeah. definitely be there. Um, I've been there for all. I've been there for thirteen out of the fourteen. I yeah, missed, uh right, 2011 right, right. when I had knee surgery. I wasn't able to go. wasn't able to walk. Um, but it's always a good time. Eminem goes around. He will give you a story behind every art piece, and the stories are very entertaining and yeah. just as hilarious sometimes yeah, um, as some of the things you hear here. And yeah, I had that. I had that definitely worth going checking for. out. <laughs> he like he saw. He like he was he was discovering a damn white buffalo or something. I'm like, yeah, man, you know, because I, I I always you know like to mess with people because I'm a real friendly guy and I don't never want nobody to think I I got some kind of racial thing. But I just love being black. But I keep it black. You know, I was coming at him with shit about you know black exploitation and stuff like that. I can tell the dude didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, but he enjoyed listening to it. So. Um, and uh, I told man, I wish wish he was you know in the states so he could come or whatever, because I would love to have him there, you know. But uh, but yeah, man, appreciate that shout out, Q. It's not, no problem, man. It's gonna be a big show this year. I, I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. And uh, all right, so um, oh, before Bethany we get ben, to final really there's something that there's something that I wanted to do. <laughs> that would be nice. Oh yeah. There's something that I wanted to do. Something new this year. Um, in honor of Thanksgiving, I want to have a everyone pit like a turkey of the year. And it can be multiple people. Um, essentially what a turkey of the year is, is someone in 2016 who just did stupid stuff, right, or maybe messed something up. Or I'll give you an example of what I consider, who I would consider a turkey of the year. Kanye West. Man, I don't know what's going on with Kanye right now. Kanye is ranting about people. Um, he's doing 45-minute shows for people who paid as much as 300 bucks to see a full show. Um, he's canceling his tour. And, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, it, I, if it's a mental health issue, so be it. But to me, Kanye West would be like a turkey of the year. And other Q, are you there, man? 
Okay, I guess I lost another cue. And Dr. Willis, I'll go to you, man. I mean, do you have at least one nomination? If you have multiples, that's fine. Of who you call Turkey of the Year for 2016? Yes, Turkey of the Year goes to that basket of deplorables, all the Trump voters. <laughs> and I will say this: who get who really get the Trump, uh, the, the Turkey of the Year are the federal workers who voted for Trump. Because right now they just voted for a pink slip, <laughs> so he he is he's dead set on freaking dwindling down federal uh you know the federal workers and um you know killing the pay the unions the whole nine he's he's finna do some damage to those guys and I say they I'm, I'm a federal worker myself but I mean I'm in a I'm in a uh, um I'm in an organization where I, I don't think they'll touch too much I'm you know with the, I'm with the VA but you know who knows. So Turkey of the Year definitely goes to federal workers who voted for Trump because they just they just freaking <laughs> voted their own pink slip in. Okay. Federal workers who voted for Trump. But do you have a Turkey of the Year, man? And it's okay if you choose the same person, maybe for a different reason. Hillary Clinton. Okay. Why Hillary Clinton? Well, I mean, she ran – but she didn't. She didn't run in all states for one thing, in in the in the, in the Rust Belt as they call it. She didn't even, you know, she did not even, um, you know, campaign. She didn't campaign here in Florida, um, and those were areas that were, you know, campaign, you know, campaign campaign heavily when um, Obama was, you know, running. So, and not to mention all the bullshit she got herself caught up in. You know, and all the things that she's done in the past that are, you know, all the scandals, you know, all the scandals, the murders, you know, the Benghazi, all the stuff. I mean, definitely a turkey of the year. I mean, because she thought she had it in the bag, her advisor told her she had it in the bag, and she didn't have it in the bag. So, definitely the turkey of the year for sure. Okay. And, and Kanye West, Eminem, Kanye who? West, definitely. Kanye West, too. I mean, he. That that fool had to go to the hospital. I think they said last night or some shit like that. I don't know, but yeah, know. I hope he gets some help. He, man. I think something's really wrong. To be honest with you, yeah, he on that shit. But um, he, he never got over his mother's Emma, death, even though yeah. he's an asshole. But that's really what happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eminem, um, you got a turkey, man? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go the whole different directions from politics, man. The turkey of the year is Roger Goodell, and. Uh, NFL commissioner. That's right. The 2016 is the is the the peaking point where the little pimple busts, and you know, of course, it don't affect us, but you know, the for the first time in what fucking 25 years, probably, you know, some of the ratings on the NFL is going down and shit like that. He kept fucking with everything. Yeah. He kept fucking with everybody. You know, he destroyed Vic's career. Um, um, uh, he made a mockery of everything with the with the um, Ray Rice. things he let, he let go by, and you know he, he ended uh, Ray Rice's career, and you know he just played. He brought too many politics into the sport, you know. Uh, you know when something happened with Ray Rice, all of a sudden now it's a female referee for the first time. You know all this first time stuff, but you know if it naturally happens, that's good. But uh, you know then it was the you know, the, all the inconsistency with with with, with what's a uh, considered a uh, 
target and hit and and uh you know referees scared to make calls and people making touchdowns when they're not making touchdowns touchdowns getting taken away um you know officials scared scared what he gonna do they they send the the shot to New York they like they can't see and and they don't overturn i mean it is it's it's taking a perfect product and you just added that one more extra button now people are like hmm damn you know you don't i liked it better when it was like that you know how it is when products be like that and people like they they don't mind you juicing it up but you don't want to juice it up until you turn a you don't want a, a nice sports car to get turned to a damn rocket where literally you got to have a scientist to work it cuz you can't drive it no more right. he's like damn it's a rush on people buying throwback cars from like the 80s and 60s and 70s and stuff. Maybe we need to, you know, make a new Camaro. And now, you know, they they selling more than they was at one point in time. So it's kind of like that, you know. Goodell just kept just tinkering with everybody and playing politics. And, uh, you know, he's the gobbler of 2016. <laughs> the gobbler. <laughs> All right. Crystal, do you have any turkeys? Well, um, actually, Buck took mine, and that was Clinton, for all the same reasons. You know, he, okay. I mean, she just, um, she was looking in the wrong direction. And, you know, I, I would also include, as far as the turkeys, would be the, um, not the rich people or the, you know, the supremacists or whatever who voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. They're idiots too, of course, but I mean the the actually poor people, the ones out in the rural areas, who actually think mm-hmm. that Trump stands for them, and Mississippians. You know, to me, it's like <laughs> it's like they're finally being invited, you know, to the the big guy on campus party, and then they are so surprised, which they will be, when the blood is on their you know, they're like Carrie standing, you know, on the stage, and they're they mm. thought everybody loved me, but he doesn't. It's all a game, and I don't understand why they don't realize this is all a game for him. And he's won as far as um, doing what he wanted to do, what he's you know meant to do years ago. I mean, he has said things, and not just about you know racially or whatever. I mean, he has said things about the people that voted for him. He said this consistently, that they're idiots. And I don't know why they don't remember him saying those things, because he's said it many times. So anyway, but mainly, I mean, I don't, actually, I don't fault Trump for winning. I don't fault his his thinking. His thinking is actually Mm -hmm. genius. It was genius. It won. Okay. Yeah, you get the idiots in the world that no one is paying attention to, and you know, and you think, oh well, that must be the blacks. Oh, there must be the minorities over here. No, <laughs> they're the the silent majority. They kept telling people, silent majority, silent majority. <laughs> I'm telling you, who's going to vote for me? They're, they don't go to polls. They don't do these things. And Clinton, stupid ass, her and her staff were not paying attention. And they literally did not pay attention to those people. I mean, yes, I think she uh, actually you know thought they, she they did actually not. Did pay attention, she was going to win. 
but but what happened was and this is actually up to that day, you know, not to get off the subject or nothing, but in every poll all year, she was ahead. So I guess they was just like, you know, I guess we're going to blow this through. And, uh, exactly. I think they kind of overestimated. Yeah. She didn't have to work for it. Right, and, right, right. Um, because it seems so ridiculous. Right. And so it's like the fan Donald Trump is I, I really think that uh, Buck yeah, would have seen her down in Florida if those polls would have been like, well, you know, we're showing her behind in Ohio and Florida. I mean, I'm just saying, but when you're saying, oh, she's up by nine points and this is the largest margin ever and all this stuff, so I guess they were like, shit, man, we're finna fly down there. You know, they worked the shit out of Virginia and they won. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right. and it and it and it backfired. It backfired. Right. Yeah, of course, it backfired. It, it totally but, uh, backfired. But uh, not just I, I got to do my own horn right quick. For her, her staff. I, I got to do my own horn right quick. Uh, I, Chris, I think you was on the show that night when I said, that it, you know, most of the people, not maybe not in every case, but most of the people who voted for Trump was people who were influenced by those sound bites. They were not researching things and informed because already. You ain't heard this motherfucker say nothing about making Mexico build a wall. It's like, in your right mind, do you think you can just tell another country to build a wall? Who believes that? And, well, and exactly. So and he's already how the said no works. to a lot of the things that he's um, said, you know, that he's that he was going to do. He's already, already, he's not even in yet. He was, right. He's already said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going right. to prosecute Hillary. I'm not going to. Right. You know, right. and, and, and I think, and well, yeah, yeah, Chris, you, you was on that show because uh, you basically said it more eloquent than I was putting it. But, you know, basically how ignorant a lot of the voters was not understanding the total process. Like, like right now, where I work at in the city I live in, we we need a superintendent, right? But at the same time, if somebody's a candidate for the position, being an educator and just being a, a citizen, I understand certain things that anybody can't. I mean, I mean, you just can't do anything. You can't say, well, you know, none of the kids can come to school um, until all the parents show up for this. I mean, the state will have everybody's ass. I mean, so when somebody starts making all kind of over, over-amped things that nobody in the world has ever heard of before, Anybody who's informed understands certain. It's like, nah, man, with the parameters you have and the way the nation works, and we have something called Congress with the Senate and the House, there's no fucking way none of this shit's going to pass. Muslims ain't going to have to sign no damn register. This shit ain't going to pass. You can't right. make another Can country build a wall for their well, own. Hold on, let let, let let other Q jump in. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's quick. right. My bad. My okay, bad. okay. Uh, I, I was, I was ready to hear what Bobby had I, I, I to say about that. <laughs> I, uh, uh, let, let me just say this real quick About 50 seconds So when when, when slaves got free um, A lot of them didn't know what to do A lot of them didn't know you know Where to go They had no dreams past uh, 10 miles away uh, But when They had the opportunity to work for The same slave place that they got free from What did they do They went back to what felt comfortable So the problem okay. is that What happened with the Trump thing is Debbie Washington Schultz created this I want a woman president only thing. She she made the yeah. other two candidates not available. She 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 limited stuff, blah, blah, blah. And Hillary didn't have to work for nothing. 
Hillary never promised nobody nothing. She never said, I'm going to undo what, what, what my husband did with the crime bill. Uh, she, she never gave you any promises about nothing. Her whole thing was, it's my turn. And I'm not saying that to hate on her. She just didn't. And while Bernie did do a lot of that stuff, Debbie Washington Schultz tried to stifle him. Uh, uh, Donna Brazile gave uh, Hillary answers to questions, all these little setup things. Now, Trump is on the other side. He doesn't have to actually provide anything for the people. He just got to do what she's not knowing, give answers. You see what I'm saying? And so everybody Mm -hmm. that voted for this dude, even though he races, even though, like I said with the plantation example, even though this was just the same place you got free from, you're willing to go that way because nobody's on the other side saying anything worth you standing on. Here's my last point. You look at now that they done messed up, so how can the Democrats do right? They want to get this guy, Keith Allison, and they said, well, Howard Dean said he'll do it full time, and you know he got a track record of, of two times with Obama. Uh, so no, I'm a blackface. Uh, I'll do it part time, and we'll just go get out the vote more. See, you're still taking people for granted. So that's where the big, big issue is, is that the Democratic side, the only other option is not doing a decent enough job to attract nobody to their side. So a freaking gremlin could have won over there. Okay. Very good point. Very good point. So all right, you got – oh, you got a turkey of the year um, of the queue, somebody that you think is um, – Kind of screwed up this year and screwed some things up. You know what? The the you know what? I'm gonna go for Kanye now. Uh, I just look at Kanye as Kardashian is just waiting for him to mess up real good so she can take all his masters. See, see, people, women, got black black dudes don't understand how how uh, uh, calculated uh, women can be. You know, especially non-black women, they they're extremely calculated. They're gonna put up with a lot of stuff, but this dude will mess around and have his whole catalog in the Kardashian family possession, and and he'll be locked away somewhere messing around, and that's that's why I, I put as turkey. <laughs> okay, cool, Kanye. And did I miss anyone giving their turkey of the year? I think Doctor Willis, I get you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, Crystal, but yeah, I think I got everyone. Uh, let's see. I have multiple turkeys. Um, the news channel for how they handled the elections with all these talking heads who didn't know a thing. I've never seen such a organized group of people who just didn't know what they were talking about. There were times I was watching um, election coverage. And I just had to just change the channel. I just I went from Fox to CNN to MSNBC, especially on election night where people were projecting who was going to win. I mean, the projections are ridiculous. Everyone wants to be first and telling you who won a state. So it's like, oh, you know, Hillary Clinton got two votes in California. Let's go ahead and call it for California. I mean, it, it was stupid. Stop projecting. Stop making up the news and report the news. All right. And your polls are garbage, okay? People aren't always honest. No one's going to come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote for, you know, the guy that just said he's going to make Mexicans build a wall. They're not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you they're going to vote for Hillary because it's a safe, politically correct thing to say. I'm voting for the woman 
or something like that. And then election day, they're going to do the complete opposite when they're in private. So enough with the polls already. Second person I want to nominate for Turkey of the Year, Colin Kaepernick. Dude, how can you take a knee talking about you want to promote change and you don't even vote? Okay? And then you tell people you don't, you didn't vote. That's even dumber than, than not voting within itself. And for those of you who say, well, um, votes don't matter when it comes to presidential elections, blah, blah, blah. All right, if you want to make your argument for that, I think it's stupid, but go ahead if you want to. But what about local elections? It wasn't just presidents on the ballot. Um, on my ballot, we had judges who were up for election, you know, yep. circuit court judges, uh, you election know, criminal judges. Exactly. So people who help kind of sh- shape your local society who could bring about the change that Colin Kaepernick claims that he wants. I mean, you can actually vote for a judge who may not throw out a case where a cop shoots a black man. Maybe he wants to actually try that guy. But because you didn't take your behind to the booth, you know, you're not going to be able to actually make that change. So it's one thing to take a knee on the national anthem. It's another thing to take a knee on voting. So Colin Kaepernick, he's also a turkey. The U.S. Soccer Federation. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now, I believe fair is fair. Yeah, I'm going there. I believe fair is fair. But the way that the women who play, you know, the U.S. soccer team, the women's U.S. soccer team, the fact that they are severely underpaid when compared to the men, even though their television ratings are much higher, is ridiculous. Now, early um, early round matches, like uh, um, for the World Cup, had at least three million viewers, which ranked in the top ten most watched women's game ever. And then, like one match against Nigeria, uh, which actually went up against the NBA Finals and America Got Talent, still had five million viewers. Okay, and just to let you know some of the other things, the most viewed event on. NBC Sports is a women's soccer game, U.S. versus Japan. In 2011, um, the Women's World Cup was the highest-ranked soccer telecast in the history of ESPN, okay, for either gen, for for men or women. So they have the ratings, yet they're not getting the money. The men's team earned $9 million in 2014 for losing in the World Cup in the round of 16. The women won the World Cup, and they only made $2 million. All right? These guys lost in the round of 16 and got $9 million. The women won it all and got $2 million. In exhibition games, women get a maximum of $5,000 if, um, if they win a game. Okay? But they only get paid for the first 20 games. Anything after that, they don't get paid for. Men get paid every game, no matter how many ex- exhibition games they play. And if they win, they can get as much as – $17,000. If they lose, I think they get like at least 5000 So I think that the U.S. Soccer Federation needs to get it together. If I'm all for, like, you know, equal pay and all that other stuff, especially if there's evidence that the women are a better draw. They're getting more views, and because they get more views, they should get more money, hands down. Lastly, turkeys. Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife, and Miko Grimes, Brent Grimes' wife. wife. Um, Aisha Curry saying that the NBA Finals were rigged on Twitter, I think, was out of line. 
it's one thing to be upset and be supportive of your husband when it comes to sports. But when you insinuate something is fixed, and for those who may not be sports fans, you don't realize how serious that is. The one thing you can say about any sport that can ruin not only just the integrity of the game but actually cause the game to fail is to say that it's fixed. Okay. And can I so, crack a joke? Of course, you know. Uh, well, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's probably why the mob told Steph Curry he needed to throw that game because she told too much. So you know the, uh, that whole behind the back pass going out of bounds. Hey, you know he, they, you know the mob. Paulie, Paulie, pa- Paulie went up to uh, Draymond Green and Steph. Hey, look, you done fucked up, man. Uh, <laughs> we don't need everybody knowing the business, so you gonna have to throw that. Yeah. So, Same reason, Rocky yeah. Marciano was undefeated. <laughs> I said it for years. I, I mean, anytime you have that type of um, attention to a sport, it it's really not good for the sport. It's the reason why boxing went down. At yep. one time, people were talking about how fixed boxing was, and people uh, stopped watching it for other reasons, too. But it can severely affect the sport. So, um, you know, I, I just thought that she was, she was out of line for saying that. Uh, but I don't have a problem with her complaining. It's just you, you can't say that. And for Miko Grimes, she has basically cost her husband millions by complaining, insulting his bosses. And, I mean, if you're, if, what she did was the equivalent of a man having a job, and she went up to the boss and basically told the boss that he sucked and that her man can go elsewhere and make more money and blah, blah, blah. And he did go elsewhere, but he didn't make more money because it was hard for him to find a job because people don't like his wife. And her husband has played for, I think he's on his fourth team now. And luckily he is a talented guy, so he is able to get jobs, but he's getting less and less money than the previous job more times than not because his wife is part of the package. She's been thrown out of games. She's been arrested during games. She does too much. So those are my terms. (laughs) Derek Christie's wife was a very special case. She was a very special case, but he contributed to that. He contributed because he, he was an enabler. He really was. Doug Christie's wife uh, didn't even let women interview her husband. I thought that was funny. But, I mean, he was and, cool uh, with it, so. Don't don't, don't leave out the was. same moment. So I, I don't blame her. Yeah. So what now? He had to console her to take fights and stuff. Sugar Shane Mosley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, what? Those are the turkeys I got. So, but I really yeah. think, you know, I like, like I said, the like like Soccer Federation, Miko Grimes, Colin Kaepernick, all of them, they got to get I like how women are now beating up their husbands and telling their husbands what to do. Talk about something. So what other you? I like how women now are beating up their husbands and telling their husbands what to do. I remember when Jason Kidd filed that uh, domestic violence charge. Yeah. Times have changed. And he filed a domestic violence charge. I thought he was the one doing the beating. Oh no, no, she was beating on him. She was pop popping him in the nose, telling him what to do. Oh wow, wow. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. I never thought that story. I always thought he was the abuser. But all right, so it, 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 go it, ahead and wrap it, it, things it, it, up um, real quick. Let me get final thoughts, and I'm gonna keep your final thoughts under thirty seconds. So we'll make it quick. So Buck, I'll start with you, man. Final thoughts, Black Friday, waiting on the lines, um, relationships. Go ahead, Buck. 
and great show as always. Um, like I said I, before, I try to make sure I have all my stuff bought before Black Friday, so that way I can relax and chill, and uh, you know enjoy you know enjoy the family and things like that on 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 the day after Thanksgiving. But um, do something else other than shopping. But you know try to prepare early. That way you don't you know you can get deals throughout the year. You know find out what your family wants, friends want before. Black Friday. That way, you ain't got to fight all the, you know, fight all these crazy people out there and wreck your car and all that other shit. But, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, turkeys of the year. I mean, we we mentioned several of them, and uh, I'm quite sure there's probably some that we did not mention. But uh, great show as always, and everybody enjoy the rest of your week and have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much, sir. And Crystal, your final thoughts, Black Friday relationships. Okay, um, really good show. And um, the, I just want to say regarding um, Kanye, uh, mental health is real. Okay, and uh, (laughs) he needs help. I mean, no, seriously, he needs help. Yeah, I and I've 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 been noticing this for a long time with him, and I agree with Eminem. I think it, it did start when his mother tragically died. I mean, it was a very mm-hmm. horrible death, senseless, and I'm sure a shock to him. I, I I um at that time I do remember that they were extremely close, and mm-hmm. I think. And, you know, for her, she was probably basically the only person in his life that truly understood him. And because um, mm-hmm. he had been going, you know, in and out of relationships and all that. And actually, I was reading something today that they were actually saying that he was, um, you know, very uh, happy to be with Kim. But when, you know, the situation happened with her in Paris, she kind of cocooned herself, you know, as you would do if something traumatic happens to you for a minute and you just kind of go into yourself, and that's kind of what she did. And and during that time, he wasn't, you know, getting that attention. And and I think a lot of things spiraled, has been spiraling a long time. It's not never just one thing, but I think that uh, after his mother died, um, things kind of started unraveling for him emotionally and we need to um to be counseled especially when something uh was death and you need help to talk about it and you can't just throw yourself back into work and as an artist you know and i consider myself an artist and i know eminem knows what i'm talking about you tend to cocoon yourself and you you put all of your 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 pain your energy and your all this into your work but eventually, you got to come up for air, and sometimes when you do that, it's hard to look around and see the rest of the world as as reality, and it's hard to you know to mingle and to you know with the rest of the humans. <laughs> it's hard to do that when uh-huh. uh, when you're you know you put so much into into your work, and I think that's what he's been doing a lot, and that's why you see all these weird things um, coming out of him and um, things that were maybe, you know, and this whole situation with, with Jay-Z, I think maybe when, I think maybe he wanted Jay-Z to be there for him in more ways than just, you know, whatever surface stuff he's talking about. 
and maybe he wasn't a friend as he thought he should have been, or they should have been more supportive in other ways. I mean, we we do expect sometimes people to read our minds and to be something that they they can't be necessarily for us. That's why um, you need people need help. They need counseling, and they need to talk to someone who knows. Um, how to to really truly help them? So I, I do feel for him. I don't I don't call him a um, you know the gobble or the turkey. I won't call him that because I know what it what it feels like to need help. And he just he just needs it. He needs support. And sometimes you can't get that from people around you. You need you really need to go and get professional help. And I hope that he's able to do that without resorting or continuing to resort to drugs. Or whatever you know he's doing. Yeah. But um, okay, very good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so. Okay. So what are you, you going to do about your show. your show? <clears throat> what are you going to do about your show? What was this? What was this stuff you were spewing about in the beginning that you're ending your show? What's happening? Well, I'll get to that at the at the very end. I'll, I'll rehash. That uh, okay. End. Okay. Whatever. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I gave you extra time because I I think what you were talking about is very important, and you know we've had Brandy J Flynn on the show before. Go to brandyjflynn.com dot com um, to get more information. But she's a mental health specialist, and you know people, especially black people, don't discuss mental health. We act like it doesn't exist, and um, you know, a lot of people who need. I told Brandy J that too. So, yeah, I mean, so, you know, that's why I think huh. it's very important that it's discussed for sure. All right. Uh, who else we got? Eminem, final thoughts. Oh, man. Great show. Fantastic. Black Friday, show. relationships. <laughs> uh, on relationships, man, it's pretty simple. I mean, like I say, if you're a Category 6 and up, you know, if you're single, it don't mean that if you're four or five, you know, it could be other options or whatever. Now, you one, two, and three, I guess you just fucked up so I can understand. But you six and up, it's either two things. You're either crazy or dyke. Simple as that. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. Uh, uh, I guess I'm a crazy dyke. <laughs> Double whammy, okay? Double whammy, baby. <laughs> Uh, Black Friday. Uh, Ooh, uh, they they to have him diagnose it. Uh, oh no, no, I wasn't gonna talk about Black Friday yet. Uh, uh, but as far as the gobblers or what, I mean, not the gobblers, the turkey of the year. Like I say, you know, Goodell, uh just to rehash right. that, and uh, I agree with pretty much everybody. Everybody said, and uh, uh, it's, it's a it's a few more turkeys out there. You know, I think uh, I can't leave out these damn cops that that you know. Cops from the past that's retired, that basically fucked up for the new guys that's really taking the shit from them. It's almost like uh, how Joe Kennedy got his sons fucked up from shit he did. Um, that's basically what is, what is happening in America. Is like a lot of the things from the past are coming back up, and it's not necessarily the younger generation's fault. But if you just keep fucking with people for no reason and Abusing people for no reason, wrongfully in a lot of cases, not all, but wrongfully in a lot of cases, you will be labeled as a racist. You will be labeled as a brutal, you know, using brutality too much force. So it's kind of like a happy marriage of 
somebody else's bullshit, but you get in the brunt of it. You know, it's almost like how you tell kids not to get involved with certain things because it's not just going to be you that might get killed. You might get your little brothers and sisters messed up dealing with your shit. You know, so uh, America needs to hear that. Um, I know the time really, really ticking, so I'm going to be real quick about Black Friday. Now, I have a proposal for Black Friday, you know, and it's, it's you know, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to let it only run for an hour instead of 30 minutes. But if 1313 passes, and if I was still a, a entrepreneur, uh, a human connoisseur, so to speak, of the female kind, uh, what do we get for ten dollars? You could get head and tail for the same price, just for hours. So, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot of folks wish you were running your deal. They a lot of folks wish you were running your special. Oh yeah, that hey, like I told oh, Brandon, yeah. hey, shit, a black man, that black man don't need no counseling. Hell, you get you a, you know, something. To, Drink a sip on and a in a in a, uh, a box of Magnums, you good, man. Fuck all that shit. You let all them other people Hollywood <laughs> do all that. You know, <laughs> niggas don't need that kind of stuff. Right. Not no real dudes. <laughs> see, see, Eminem is the reason why folks won't go get therapy. All right, other cues, final thoughts, man. Oh uh, man, look um, on the relationship tip. Uh, Republicans run the House, the Senate, and the presidency. You better get booed up with somebody because it's going to be four years, maybe eight years of hell. There's nothing to stop nobody from taking away everything. Gays can get their stuff taken away. Straight folks can get their stuff taken away. You can get super taxed. There's just nothing to stop nothing. So if you want to get your mental health on, you better go get booed up with somebody because it's about to be really Really crazy. Uh, I heard in a in a dinner that I went to, you got uh, one of the solutions for the black uh, violence is that uh, Trump is talking about possibly giving uh, working fathers custody of children. So instead of having women get custody and then immediately going to welfare, one of his little solutions that's floating around amongst Republicans is giving these uh, black fathers who are working. Uh, custody, but a lot of stuff is going to change. A, a lot of stuff is probably not going to happen that he promised, but it's about to be crazy. So go get in a relationship, get booed up, and go buy you some more property than what you got now. Um, on the other stuff, man, it, 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 it's like this, man. We really, really, really got to spend sixty dollars on ourselves, and if it costs you sixty dollars to go see a therapist then go do that. Somebody you don't know, please do not go to your church because they, they know you. Go to somebody you don't know. Go to somebody the same gender as you and get stuff off your chest and then allow them to tell you something that you might not have considered. That's what they call healing. But if you walk around here in your cave listening to your own echo, you may never grow out of your situation. That's real talk right there, man. I like that. I got to use that one. If you walk around your cave and listen to your own echo, definitely use that one. Appreciate that other cue. <laughs> and Dr. Willis, shut it down for me, man. All right. Um, I'm just going to um, talk about that Kanye West situation uh, since I didn't get a chance to get a spill on that. But um, 
I think that everything Crystal said about mental health is very accurate, is very true, and and we and uh, also the other cue, uh, these are things that we need to take in consideration, and uh, and, and and you know, wipe away the stigma that comes with that. However, I'm gonna go another route with this with Kanye. I think that Kanye is trying to say something, and I know he's as he's been an asshole. I know that he come off just ranting and shit like that. But Kanye is trying to tell us something, and we don't want to listen because the thing is, it's easy for people to write him off as saying that he's ran, he's 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 losing his mind, blah blah blah. I'm gonna tell you how how this machine works. When you go against the machine, they're gonna say you're either disgruntled, they're gonna say you're crazy, they're gonna say that you know you know you're losing your mind or 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 something. So. I think that we need to we need to like not be so quick to just judge them up when when they started sounding incoherent or when we don't get what they're trying to tell us. Maybe we need to listen a little bit closer and then follow the story. I think that Kanye I think Kanye has seen a lot of things in the industry and he's trying to tell and he can't or he may have you know I mean even even you know he he even said something about Jay Z I know you got killers you know take it easy on me and all this other yeah bullshit. he did mention that. All right. I mean, I'm telling you that to, uh, uh, anybody who's in the in the industry, near the industry, or whatever the case may be, they, you know, that 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 rings that rings bell. That's probably why he went to the hospital afterwards, is because you know, what I'm saying they, like I said, they're trying to make it look like this guy got mental issues and all these other things. And and guess what we're doing? We're allowing that to happen. He's they're knocking off another brother. And like I said, yes, he's been an asshole in the past. But we gotta stop just chalking, chalking this shit up to mental health or something else when it may be something even a little bit deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and 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 this situation kind of reminds me of of uh, Christopher Dorner. And if don't nobody understand that story, please go look up on uh, look it mm-hmm. up, read it or whatever. This guy, he was on the police force. He was an exemplary, uh, exemplary freaking naval officer. The whole nine. They um. Some things transpired, and he went on a killing spree because they won't listen to him. Now, granted, he don't get no pass for that. However, though, the first thing they did, and I'm telling you right now, I was in the military 13 strong years. I know how it operates. First thing they tried to say was he's a disgruntled, you know, soldier, <laughs> you know. So and that this whole situation with Kanye kind of brought me back to that right there. We got to start listening. We got to start trying to, uh, you know, and, and, you know, Stop jumping to conclusions and judgment right off the bat, even though, you know, it may warrant if you look at it on the face value of it. But um, that's all I want to say about that. I, I, but I think that there's something deeper with Kanye than just being stupid, crazy, or an asshole. I think he's actually trying to tell us something. He, he can't do it. He just can't do it. Uh, I don't know if it's because it's, it's forced or, you know, they got something on him or what, but he's trying to say something. Other than that, great show tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to the next one, and uh, you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving, and I uh, enjoy time with family and friends. Thank you very much. I appreciate Dr. Willis. I appreciate that. Nice message there as well. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's Dr. Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. To talk about what Crystal alluded to earlier about um uh, the final T2Q show. Um, it's not necessarily a final show per se, but there is going to be a final regular weekly show. Now, 
right now I'm on episode 652, I think. And at episode 750, and I, there's sentimental value to that number. Go back to the beginning of the show and listen if you want to hear that story. Episode 750 is going to be the last regular um, episode of T2Q. T2Q has pretty much been a weekly show since its inception. I've pretty much aired twice a week, whether it was Sunday and Wednesday, Sunday, Thursday. I just did it all over, usually twice a week. Over the last year and some change, it's been uh, maybe two years, it's been every Tuesday and Wednesday. However, um, like I said, I'm a one-man show. I host a show. I produce. I advertise. I solicit sponsors. Um, I handle marketing. I edit. I do all that stuff. For the show and it can be a little time consuming and there are things that I'm starting to miss out on like you know my godson has football games on Tuesdays that um you know I took a couple of Tuesdays off this year to see them and my goddaughter's getting older and participating in activities and so life is kind of getting in the way so what I'm going to do after I reach that magical number which will be sometime next fall probably um show is going to be kind of like uh, more or less just a periodic podcast, so to speak. So instead of being guaranteed every Tuesday to have a show, I'm going to have shows whenever there's just something I want to get off my chest or whenever there's a really important current event to discuss. So will that mean, does that mean I'll be on the air um, every other Tuesday? I mean, it's possible. I could do three, four, five Tuesdays in a row. Or I may skip to Tuesday. It just depends on what's going on and, you know, what value we have as far as what's being discussed. So that's why it's important to sign up for the newsletter. Go to TalkyQ.com, sign up for the email newsletter, so you will know when those shows are going to air if you wish to participate. Uh, so that's the best thing to do ASAP, get signed up for those shows. Now, zone coverage during football season, that's going to be every week. And the reason it's so easy to do zone coverage, I can do zone coverage in my sleep. Sports is what I do. So I can wake up and do a show on sports. The shows on Tuesdays with relationships and current events, that takes a lot more planning. Because one, you got to have something to talk about. Two, you got to talk about it in a different way that other people will talk about it. And then three, if it's something that you may have discussed before, you got to put a different spin on it. I mean, when you have 652 shows, you've pretty much talked about everything. So you got to take different angles. So a lot of creativity goes into these shows that require time. So that's why, you know, you kind of back off a little bit. But like I said, you have pretty much like a year um, for the show to get to that point. So go sign up for the email newsletter, and you won't have to worry about missing anything in the future. So that's the story behind that. But, again, I want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's show. Um, before I sign off, I have a song by a young lady named Alexandra Wallace. She's better known by her stage name, Lexi Lex. She's an American rapper, singer, songwriter, born and raised in Central Florida. Now, she describes herself as a willing vessel for God, uh, a minister, praise dancer, play and skit artist. However, you know, God desires to use her. She makes herself available and humble so that he can. Now, currently she's in the studio, but she's been working on a song called, she has a song called So Amazing. And so I'm going to close the song out with So Amazing. And I want to say thank you all for uh, being supporters of the show, listening to the show. 
you know, it's Thanksgiving week, so you got to be thankful and reflect on the things that are important to you. And all of you, my listeners, are very important to me, and I appreciate the support that you give me, and I definitely appreciate my show legends. So we're going to close the show with So Amazing by Lexi Lex. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Peace out.